welcome to another special edition of The Exchange, presented by Confederation Group. I was joined earlier today by my co-host, Blake Doyle, and our guest, His Worship, the Mayor of Charlottetown, Philip Brown. Throughout this week and the weeks to come, we plan to release more frequent episodes surrounding the ongoing COVID-19 outbreak and what we are hearing from health professionals and community leaders alike. How should businesses be adapting and what it could mean for the state of our economy in the, in the weeks and months to come? Social distancing is important, and our team has been practicing this and utilizing video conferencing as a way to stay productive while also staying healthy. Mayor Brown urges residents of Charlottetown and all of Prince Edward Island to practice this and to stay at home unless otherwise necessary. So without further ado, I'll transfer it over to our interview, which was recorded earlier today uh, with the Mayor of Charlottetown, Philip Brown. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this special edition of The Exchange. Um, as you can see, we have His Worship Mayor Philip Brown on the line. Um, we're practicing uh, our quarantine, I guess, as you could say. Uh, we're, we're social distancing and calling in from video conference. We're welcomed by the mayor, and we're happy to have him on today's episode of The Exchange. Thanks very much, Sam, and great to have you here, Your Worship. Uh, why don't you tell us what you're doing today and how you're adapting to this uh, new isolation environment? Are you isolated? Well, Sam and Blake, uh, very much uh, I'm appreciative of allowing this to happen because this is one way a lot more people can or will communicate by video conferencing. So it's it's a technology, I, I believe, that will develop more and the picture and the audio will be more ref refined to make video conferencing uh, take place anywhere in the world. So that's the beauty of, of, that, of, the, of this today. Yeah, and I think, you know, this is in our office, we have remotely dispersed, we're still open, all our team are still working, uh, and we're using tools like this to collaborate and interact and keep processes going. So anyway, we're glad you joined us. One of the big concerns we have, we're hearing a lot, certainly in all of the capital cities, this COVID-19 and how it's affecting everything from commerce to interactions to civil society. What's happening at the city? Do you have any sort of... Uh, in this very early days, I'm still sure you're still working through it with council, but what is the plan to manage this uh, from the I, cities? I believe that the province, I believe the province, Blake and, and Sam has taken the right direction. One of the first to claim that they claim the, the island as a state of emergency, and that has put in a whole, a lot of mechanisms. For example, here at the city, uh, all our public facilities, public buildings have been shut down to the public. All the arenas have been shut down. All the public parks have been shut down. And I try to attend every morning at 9 a.m. the uh, municipal EMO meetings. And those meetings concentrate on how to keep Charlottetown residents safe and secure. And I'm, I have great trust in what they're doing. But the common theme, Blake and Sam, is social distancing and shelter in place or staying at home. They are pushing that and pushing it so that people will get the message. Um, you, I, I'm sure you saw over the weekend different uh, images from Vancouver and other parts of the country, where, and in Montreal, for example, where people were out, at the, out in the parks sitting down on benches, not respecting the, uh, the two-meter rule, and our officials on the e municipal EMO are stating it clearly and repeatedly Stay your distance, two meters, and stay at home. And if you have to go out, go out for essential essential services. And if you're sick, stay home. So the, the function of the city is still able to conduct 
business in this environment? Are people working from home? Have you given people time to stay away? Are any services affected that people might want to know about? And Blake, that was a concern about uh, one, of, one of the concerns I had. From a technical part, did we have the, uh, the broadband to allow our employees to say, stay home? Our technical uh, uh, director, John Donahue, has said, look, we can go up to 200 VPNs, which is virtual private networks. So 200 of our workers can stay home and still our, our system will be safe from any cyber attack. And as for what we're doing as a community, yesterday I went down to uh, the bank and walked down Queen Street from City Hall down to the bank. And residents, people are keeping their distance. Hardly anybody's on the street. It's somewhat airy, but you know what? Uh, I know that people are respecting the protocols that have been sent out by the provincial and federal governments. So I think we're heeding to the warning, but I really want to make it clear that social distancing is what we're trying to promote. And just something local, there's been a call to close down that inside lane out of Victoria Park. Right now, there's two lanes of traffic. So I'd be bringing that up at our EMO, uh, municipal EMO meeting to say, look, shut her down and let's get more social. And and that will be a way to create the image that that we are promoting social distancing. And I'm asking people if they need exercise, walk in their neighborhoods. But again, keep that two meter distance. Don't congregate. Don't uh, come together and... Uh, share stories. You can share stories just like we're doing right here now. Exactly. Um, and I think you guys are from a different vintage than I am, <laughs> but oh, my oh. generation. <laughs> oh, let's stand. Huh? My generation maybe didn't see that as 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 scary um, in the beginning. And I think once the and I guess the bar scene closed down and restaurants closed, then they started to say, okay, maybe I should. But there's still I know a lot of some of my, not I shouldn't say a lot of my friends, but some of my friends are still going out. And um, even meeting up at houses or meeting up at uh, to have a few beers at their own house. But I think now it's finally kind of getting engraved in our our thick skulls. <laughs> you might say that okay, it's it's serious. Stay home or uh, and keep keep the congregations to min- to a minimal um, so that you can flatten the curve and avoid what the the outbreak to go any further. But Sam, if you recall last week, uh, the images from Fort Lauderdale with the merch breakers down there. And inter- the interviews that were conducted by ABC, CBS News, young people were saying, hey, I don't care about COVID-19. I'm all right. But not thinking that when you go back home, you could be affecting a mother, a grandmother, uh, friends in your neighborhood. Exactly. So, so a nurse or doctor. I was 19 at one time, 24 at one time. <laughs> you know what? We all think we're invincible, but it's, it's, it's really hitting home. And Alec and his friends went out the other night. And they made sure that they sat at, at two meters apart from each other, just having a few beers. So they're getting the message. The message mm-hmm. is getting through. It's just that we don't, you know, it's no good wait, waiting for it to happen. We know what's going to happen. And as, as was stated this morning in our municipal EMO, this could be the calm before the storm. But we're taking the precautions and we're ensuring that people are doing the right things. Social distancing, shelter in place. And if you're sick, Stay home. The essential services will be will remain open. You don't have to go out and get everything at once. The supply chain to the grocery stores, pharmacies will remain intact. So you have you have plenty of toilet paper. Then you're all good for that department. Uh, I could take lots of showers too. <laughs> That's an option too. <laughs> I have to pay for the water. <laughs> oh no! On the water side, one thing municipalities Blake yep. were responsible for: police, fire. 
Both of those systems are insecure. They're, they're in a ready mode to go at a moment's call. Water and sewer, you can drink your water, you can flush your toilet. That's all working fine. Public works have duty crews out. Uh, parks and recreation are providing any of the services that are will be necessary to, to allow park users to continue to enjoy the outside uh, outside surroundings, whether it's at Victoria Park or in their neighborhood park. So all municipal services are working very well. And as for water and sewer, we're probably going to come out with a decision that if you can't pay your water bill for this quarter, you will not be penalized by a interest on your on your bill. And those are small little things that we can do, those little um, efforts that make life a little easier. But you know, that should provide a lot of comfort to people who, if a water main breaks, city is still there, public works are going to make the repairs. And I think uh, you're going to see more and more organizations from banks to the governments allow for these accommodations. And certainly that's great news to hear that you might be relaxing some of your demands on fees and services. So it's great. And I'm sure that you saw on Twitter and Facebook uh, about the whole issue of parking meters. And I brought it up last week. I said, look, guys, these meter hornets, just tell them to back off because the sting is too much. Let them let's give a little more compassion over profit and we uh, i think we've laid off three of the four uh, meter hornets i call them and right now we have one person going on and that person is really just ensuring that no one blocks driveways no one's parking in a disabled parking uh, space that's why you need someone to, to ensure that there is some rule or um law of order that's good. Now, I know Sam is a considered a, an essential service, so we aren't allowing him to leave his quarantine. But it's good to know that if people are in the city, that you're not going to get dinged and you can still have a little bit of mobility as long as you're safe, keeping your distance, staying healthy. And that's the key. And and all weekend on all the news uh, news networks, it, they kept repeating it. Social distancing, shelter in place. If you're sick, stay home. If you cough, cough in your arm because it causes no harm. If you're... If, if you're like me, I love to shake hands, kiss babies. As I said last week in the report, can't do with that anymore. I, I'm going to miss that. I'm going to miss that. But that's the that's the world we're living in, and this is the new normal for now. Sorry, bit, bit of a jump. Did you run out of questions? Yeah, bit of, bit of, <laughs> in, in, in that slow spotty. Um, so I guess on a lighter note, we won't keep you too much longer, uh, your worship. But what would one of your favorite isolation activities be if you're stuck at home for two weeks? Oh, I knew you'd ask that, Sam. <laughs> I knew you would. But you know what? I I love to, to watch TV. And my wife said, Philip, this is a time for you to get into reading. So I'm going to start reading more, taking a novel and reading some more. Or just having a couple of beer and watching Netflix or my favorite news program, CBC The National. <laughs> or The Exchange. You can watch. Go, you can back and listen to our podcast too, if you want. I will. I will. <laughs> well, I think uh, that's great, Your Worship. I was really um, delighted to hear that it's business as usual, even in these uh, very unusual circumstances. The city continues to operate. The staff are doing what they need to do to keep the citizens safe, yeah. and our services continuing. So, um, any messages out there to the citizens? Anybody who might be concerned or uh, just wondering what's happening? Any final thoughts? Listen. They, my number, Ronnie made sure that he put my home number, my cell phone number, my email up on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So if people want to call me or Facebook me or send me a tweet, I'm open for that. And I'm sure that all the councillors in the city 
are open to any kind of message and, or um, call out that residents want to to express with within the city of Charlottetown. And again, um, you know, let's stay in contact. And I hope, as I said, Blake, this is a great way of um, getting this platform to be more efficient, a much more uh, better form of, uh, of communicating. And one other thing I can say is that because we promote multiculturalism so much, and which is a great thing, I, I think it's beautiful, but at the same time we have all these different standards of hygiene and health i think after COVID 19 we're going to see a lot more standardization standardization of how we see health and hygiene in our communities so that's a good thing it is a good thing maybe vaccinations i don't know if everyone agrees with that but uh you, you probably have vaccinations for this uh coronavirus as well. Uh, thanks very much, Your Worship. I know you've got a lot to do and you're very busy. I really appreciate you taking the time to connect to the citizens and we'll share this and uh, really delighted that uh, people can have comfort. Life continues and we're disrupted, but moving forward. Thank you very much, Blake. And Sam, stay safe and keep I'll, your distance. I'll do my best. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Mayor. Take care. So that was our interview with the mayor of Charlottetown, Philip Brown, and we were very thankful of uh, his time to come on and give us a little update from the city of Charlottetown's perspective from his uh, leadership role um, and what it means for the residents of Charlottetown going forward, what it means for the listeners of the exchange, PEI as a whole. Uh, it's, a lot, it's a lot of uncertainty. We just don't know what will happen because maybe today uh, we think we know, but tomorrow there could be something else happen and it could just, it creates a lot of worry, I guess. Um, and what's important to remember that Everything will be okay eventually. Uh, we're all going through this. We've never, none of us have ever experienced anything like this before. We have leaders like Dr. Heather Morrison, like the mayor of Charlton, like the premier, like the mayor of mayors of other municipalities, to kind of give us that sense of confidence and relief that things will be okay. We just have to be patient um, and practice uh, the proper health procedures and to social distance, of course. Um, so in the next couple of days and next couple of weeks, likely, we're going to be releasing some shorter, um, shorter episodes and more frequent episodes, just to kind of give. Uh, that sense of confidence from healthcare professionals, from professionals, from business uh, professionals, just to kind of get their opinion on what might happen and how to better adapt for the situations moving forward. Um, one thing I will urge on behalf of the exchange is to make sure you only listen to healthcare professionals on the actual healthcare advice of it. Um, there's a lot of fake news going around there and almost just stuff that doesn't make sense. Um, so you got to make sure you're fact checking all the time and take the advice of Heather Morrison. She's on twice a day, every day. So you're, you're not going to get a shortage of content from her. Um, so we'll be able to kind of get that sense of relief and not have to stress as much. So if you can stay home, uh, wash your hands as much as possible. Um, and we'll be talking to you soon. So this has been episode number six with Mayor Philip Brown of the exchange presented by Confederation Group. And I bid you farewell until our next time. Thank you very much. 